It's saying, speak up, Jeff. Lean in. Well, you're lit well, Sarah. Oh, am I? Jeff is yeah. set up. It looks very nice. Very. Oh, thanks. Very soft. Very, you know. You, you, somebody, uh, I imagine this is how Delilah is lit when she does her call in show at night. <laughs> Delilah. 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 Yeah, Delilah. <laughs> I'm calling in Delilah because there's this girl. There's this girl that I've loved for a long time, but she doesn't, she doesn't like, she doesn't see me. And like, she just sees me in the friend zone. And like, like, I just, I really want, you know, I really want her to see me for me, you know? And maybe she does. Maybe she does see you for you. She has every right to put you in the friend zone. That is her wish. Yeah, but you know, but I've got so much more to offer. So I'd like to dedicate, I'd like to make a request dedication to her. Uh, Prodigy, smack my bitch up. (laughs) 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 How am I framed? Am I far, like, am I giant talking head? No, no, no. I can see your shoulders. You're you're wearing a purple-ish shirt. Yes, that is correct. Good. Gosh. So, I guess I was I was gonna wait till Jeff got back on, or maybe I could talk on, about I'm it on, on the show. On. Oh so, yes, save it for the show. Okay, kid. we only got two minutes anyway. We can't talk um, to each other like friends anymore. Not anymore. No, yeah. we can only talk when there's the public. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a live Q and A feature working today, which oh. is part of the this weird thing. And I, I don't know that we will ever do it again. Sure, but it Scott's gonna be on, and he might throw some. He might throw some got okay. thirty second delay, but he might throw some questions on. So uh, just know he'll be a little a little behind. Okay, but I thought it would be a good chance to try it. Sure. Why not? All right, uh, I'm getting coffee. <laughs> Delilah. Delilah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like her and and John Tesh. John Tesh, right? Yeah, and I I like John like. At least I like the songs that he plays, and he's more. Mm-hmm. You hear him during like uh, I guess uh, evening rush hour, or at least when I'm yeah. driving or flipping around and wandering. Around on two, him. yeah, two o'clock on is John Tesh. He's like, don't yeah. get stressed. You're in lunch traffic. Don't get stressed. <laughs> Ways I mean, to benefit your life. Right, and that's what I love. You get all these weird little sort of factoid uh, things that I either stumble <laughs> on myself or hear on his show, and then go, right. oh, let me go find this thing. Right. Yeah. Um, so this article the other day um, yeah. listed the ten most um, like underrated theatrical programs, and my college was on there. Greensboro oh, College cool. was on there, yeah, for uh, being a really uh, great theater program that doesn't get like a lot of press, like Yale right. or you know. Um, I feel I feel I had another friend because I again I've been sort of passively Facebooking and I think I saw that same article and somebody <laughs> else I think had their Asked school on the uh, on the list yeah. I didn't look at the list but you know they were right. bragging on their school yeah <laughs> yeah I, that's I cool felt... everybody ready yes. yep <laughs> did I answer did you answer that twice already no you're like Not, the interrupting no. cow Ooh, I'm sorry Ooh. I destroy the conversational flow. <laughs> okay. I mean, I just look like deadpan when the thing comes on like <laughs> <laughs> or we should do like a we're all asleep and then we wake up oh hi guys hi. Oh, is hi. it time didn't see you there oh. hey. that's right do the the uh 80s yeah, uh, uh, uh intro turn 
<gasps> All right. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's what we'll do. All, All right. right, let's do that. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, so everyone get sleepy. We're okay. going to start the broadcast. No, I thought All we're right, doing so the... Are we, okay, yeah, we're doing sleepy and then we're doing... Are we doing the 80s turn yeah, or the turn? Yeah, we're doing the 80s turn. turn. I think I like the yeah, 80s turn. Yeah, 80s turn. I can be asleep. You be asleep. Okay. Okay. Are you right, going to wake up? Here we go. Up? Okay, never mind. Places, please. Yeah, I'll wake yeah. up. Okay. All right. Three, two, starting broadcast... Yeah, hmm, yeah, what? Ah. Oh, hey, everybody. Hi, everybody. Oh, um, hi there. I didn't. Can we pause You just walked in? You there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jeffrey, you didn't close my door, so now there's paint everywhere and cats. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, there went our bit, too. Uh, that's okay. Well, ah, you know, like lying. all good bits that work over 600 miles apart, we, we did very little discussion and then hit a button that said live and uh, then sat there in silence. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Now, I did try to it snore as a cue that we were live. Like, you did, and I appreciated that. But then I realized, I was like, well, sh- am I waiting for him to wake up? Should, hit, should my noise motivate his waking up? That's what I thought. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. you're in it now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, ah, there's a sound. Yes, organic. Yes. Or- yes. Organic. Yeah. Good. You know, we did a little Good. viewpoints approach, a little mask work. I still don't work. understand viewpoints. You don't? Oh. I don't. Well, I don't. I'll explain I it to did. you after the podcast. Yeah. When I'm older. Viewpoints is helpful. Yeah. I like it for it's, ensemble work. Like, I think it's really yeah. great. When yeah. You... yeah for well, those, we'll talk uh, about it on that theater show that. We don't have yet. <laughs> that we don't have yet. Yeah. In a nutshell, for those that are listening, viewpoints is uh, it's uh, it's a methodology towards sort of ensemble and group work, mm-hmm. um, specifically uh, y- uh, using movement. It's 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 movement based. A lot right. of things, you know. So mm-hmm. fancy. Why I would love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool we have zero viewers. We had two viewers. We have zero viewers. Oh, good. So do um, people so, check in and go away? Is that they're like, like oh, they probably saw us sleeping and they're like, I don't know what's going on. This they're is like, this is this is bull. Know. Yeah, somebody, bull. somebody's well, cat hit live. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, oh, we've got one viewer. Great. Uh, Hi, I bet it's Scott. Uh, so uh, one of the one of the the weird things, if you happen to be on the page like right this second, because after this show broadcast it won't matter, you'll see a link instead of a video. And what I have learned about Google Hangouts is a great many things, including that you can do uh, uh, like live chat. And so I thought, well, it'd be nice to like try it. And so we've got we've got a plant in the audience today. Uh-huh. Um, Scott's on to help uh, do some uh, some live chat, some some Q and A. I'm going to turn on the Q and A feature here. But apparently, you can't turn on Q&A in Google Hangouts that I can find from a pre-existing YouTube scheduled broadcast. So, like, I schedule oh, the broadcast. I, yeah, yeah. I put up the link on the on the Assembler's site. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, great. And then everyone can show up, and they can do the live chat, and that's great. And so I go to it, because we're going to start, and there's no live chat feature. Mm-hmm. I go to the Add Apps section of Google Hangouts. I can't add the chat feature there. Um and uh, and so I have to, at the last second, start a brand new Hangout and change the link, which also automatically set my microphone to get louder and softer <laughs> without my without my say. You're so I, we may never do this again. Sure. This way. <laughs> Until we figure it out, we'll 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 crack this nut. 
Someday. I don't know. You'll crack the uh, nut, and then you'll... Scott says he eat. had too many tabs open. He was our two viewers. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cool. put it on the Facebook, but, you know, I don't... I gotta get... We have to get better, I think, about saying, we're about to do a live show, or if you want to... Yeah. I, who have you told, Mr. I'm not on Facebook? Exactly. Like... <laughs> I've, I've told the Tweetar... Yeah. And and the the Google Plus. Yeah. And people, uh, and people and within stuff, my so. circles are aware I'm doing it, but it's again mm-hmm. it's not it's not uh, on social media of any kind. It's kind of word right. of mouth and going, mm-hmm. "Oh, my friends and I have started okay, a new okay. podcast." Right. So, right. you know, they're aware of it after the fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we have a little newsletter that goes out, the you know, that tells, you know, it's about well, a handful of people, more than you yeah. think actually. Um, that the show is out and stuff like that. But I am learning it is really hard if you're not on Facebook to get the word out in a super efficient way. Sure. Um, Scott says he's a real human boy, not a plant. I don't know if you guys can see Q&A or not, but if you look no, on your sidebar. I can't. I can't. I see can't. That's what I was going to ask you, whether, like, oh. if, as you as the, um, you know, the, the, the ringleader, I guess. Or yeah. The, the, we well, since any... you initiated the hangout, you probably have master control of... <laughs> Maybe, uh, but I noticed that I didn't even see it uh, until I moused over to the left side, and then it sort of appeared, okay. kind of like your doc would do. No, I, no. I don't have anything. No. Nope. I well, get little uh, icons, but that's about it. Okay, all right. This is boring. Well, Let's talk about this. Yeah, I'll yeah, trust you to either. relay the information to right. me. Well, welcome to the sausage factory, where we <laughs> tell you how all the sausage is made. Hmm... <laughs> Um, so let's talk about maybe uh, last week's challenge and, and how that went and what that was and and uh, and anyone's results. Who wants to take the ball on that? Oh, so I found uh, so last week um, our challenge was um, you could you had to listen more and instead of just um, giving your advice willy nilly or your opinion willy nilly, you had to preface with "I have an opinion" or "I have some advice" if you would like to hear it. Um, and I found great uh, success with that in being a more open to hearing someone's opinion or advice, um, but also in really listening and and being okay with the fact that if someone says no, not right now, and respecting that and be like, okay, cool. And I I found that it it helped ease tensions more because then eventually they were like, okay, I'm ready to hear it now. And I think <laughs> it was funny because we both did that to each other at one point. Huh. I forget why, but you were like. You were you were more polite about it than I was. You said something like, "As like I have an opinion, or whatever." You're like, "Ah, not nah, not right now, or whatever." And I was, I don't know where my head was, but you asked, and I went, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because it actually felt really good to feel like I had permission to just be like, "I just need a second. Like, can we just yeah. cool cool our jets for a but second? That, and, and that's I can, what you I know. Can say no, and that's what that pattern of questioning does. It gives mm-hmm. the other person the option. So. You know, there's there's that other side of the argument, not just the the talker, the opinion giver, but the person receiving the information. And it, you mm-hmm. know, I think in a very powerful way allows them to uh, be gatekeeper, say yes or no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was also part of the experiment for me that I really wanted to try it because I was like, I realized I would just say yes all the time, and and at one point I needed to say no. Yeah, so I did. Right. Sorry, Sarah, you were gonna say. No, I was just saying, but like for. For people who like to be in control a lot, which I know Jeff and I love to be in control, um, and so having the option to be like, not right now, let me get back to you later, or I'm not in a place for me, I was really like, okay, no, I'm actually more receptive to your opinion as long as you ask me. I feel like the courteous of being asked um, softens me up more than just 
you know what you should do. That just makes me want to punch people <laughs> in the face and be like, no, I don't want to listen to you. But if you ask me, it shows that you respect that I'm in a place and you respect or you've listened that I need maybe some advice and you would like to offer it and it was more conducive for me mentally. Sure. Yeah. It's interesting because uh, for me, because I, I feel that I... Um, I, I don't know if I uh, have always been a better listener, but I've certainly always tended to be more passive in conversations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I don't contribute. I kind of sit back and, and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is know. why I put you on a podcast because right. you know, right, right. I knew I'd get to do all the talking. <laughs> and Thank you, bully. That I could uh, talk over you. <laughs> I have an opinion. That if I you'd could let control me, the conversation. I'd have an opinion if you'd let me share it. <laughs> I have a podcast if you'd like to hear it. That's how our promotion is going. Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, and so it, it was interesting. Uh, you know, so it was interesting for me that more the uh, formality of that engagement and actually saying I have an mm-hmm. opinion if you'd like to hear it, because then that that forces me to more actively uh, participate in conversations that are going on yeah. around me now and i had i had built into my week a lot of opportunities for that because mm-hmm. uh we are in the process of orientation for our intern right. our summer staff and uh my immediate boss jeremy has been out of the office a lot because they're still finalizing things production for wizard of oz and we've mm-hmm. got a new staff member coming in within the ed department and so i've been having to run a lot of things or uh, any Anytime that one of us is leading them in an activity or something, it's one or the other in the room, never both. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that being said, part of my job is to watch them facilitate a game and give feedback to it, right? Um, And so it was was funny because I I feel like within – I know what that is. I know what activity exchange is in terms of them bringing a game and they've got sort of 10 minutes to kind of share the nuts and bolts of it. Maybe we don't play every aspect of the game. Mm-hmm. But again, it's a way to see them facilitate things. And because I'm I'm really comfortable now in that format, I found myself having to uh, bite my tongue and shut up because I would want to interject immediately of like, you know, because usually after they get the first like three sentences of explanation, I'm like, oh, okay, I get what the game is. I know what you're going to do, you know? And so, uh, and so, being able to sit on my opinion until I saw the whole thing, and because it was interesting, because I'll say there was this one intern, um, her activity was terrible. I mean, it, it really was. <laughs> I, I, we, we didn't, and Jeremy was actually in the room at that point, and I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna name who it is, but it right. was. I, we th- just didn't understand what the point was, and it was very awkwardly explained, and there didn't seem to be any boundaries or rules. And so you could see, because again, you're t- they're teaching it to their peers, other interns, and mm-hmm. as they would pull them up, you could see the confusion of them, and again, they're all smart, trying to figure out what the point was, what right. the boundaries were, what mm-hmm. the rules were. And right. it was interesting, because once we got to the end of watching these other interns try to figure it out... All of a sudden, I saw the nugget of what could be a very successful sort of c- character development game. But again, mm-hmm. if I had shut her down a minute into the game when right. it was struggling, and and again, she did not execute it well. Uh, but the core of or or the pieces of of, of usefulness right. were there, right? Mm-hmm. And so then, so then 
after it was all done, then I could put my opinion on it and say, right. oh, but you could use this for this type of activity. Oh, if you modified this, oh, if you set up this sort of structure, it would help the next person in terms of being. And the funny thing is, mm -hmm. part of the game was the next person had to listen to the person that was on stage talking because then uh, they had to play off of something that was already... Right previously established so it was mm -hmm. amazing how this one game example became sort of the nexus of my entire challenge for the week nice. it was weird Very nice. <laughs> so at, by this point this is a side note but by this point have you now heard all of the interns speak because i know for a while they were like chew you've never heard their actually no week. there is still one because the bad <laughs> the, no and and she got sick um, no. So I have not seen her since Wednesday. Actually, that's not true. She was sick on Wednesday. Uh, I've not seen her since Tuesday of last week. And um, yeah, so I may, and I'm not working with her this current week. I'm not slated to, and I don't think she'll go on offsites with me. So it's it's possible I may never hear this person speak through the entire summer. Wow. <laughs> Scott says he has an opinion on the Jim Henson photo, Scott in the chat room, if we would like to hear it. do we? Would we like Can to hear it? Can he see that? Yeah, we, we can all yes, see it. Yes, we can, we can you all, can see, all see it. Yeah. I'm going to tell yeah. you a funny story about that in just a moment. Yes, I would love to hear oh, it. Well, tell the funny story. Well, well I thought well, he had an opinion. Because, well, because there's a delay, so you can oh, tell your story, okay. and then so, he'll probably be able to say what sure. he wants so to say. So uh, it's funny. I, I've had this picture now for uh, about four or five years, and it was given to me by a friend who was, uh, she was an art teacher, and she was just given this big dump of sort of posters and, and you know, art art things that she could put up in her room mm -hmm. and um and in it was mixed in a poster from uh, i think it was uh, uh as apple that's what it was they had uh ib or maybe it was ibm absorbed by apple i don't know mm -hmm. uh but they had a marketing campaign back in the 60s called think different and over the years they've sort of you know regurgitated it off and on right. and and this original one they took artists and entrepreneurs and forward thinkers and took pictures of them in their respective field and so behind me is is one of the famous pictures of Jim Henson uh, with Kermit. And there's another one they took where uh, he had Ernie and Bert with him as well. Um, and often that, that picture is colorized and, mm -hmm. and put on a lot of things. It's a black and white that was colorized. But anyway, I've had this picture. I just love this picture because, of that's course, awesome. I'm – Yeah, and I'm a huge Muppet file. Like, that's probably what got me into theater was – you know, the Muppet show and love of the Muppets. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but I've had this and over the years, as I grow up my beard, I just completely <laughs> forget about the picture until I have a student walk by or somebody and go, is that a picture of you, Mr. Adam? And I'm like, well, uh, no, <laughs> no, it's not. Funny. But it's That's true. Really if you good. look, I mean, if you look at it, I mean, it favors me pretty well. It does. Um, well, I have a and, Kermit doll that you could borrow. It's like a life-size right. Kermit. And then we'll, we'll redo that and we'll put your Re photo. And underneath. that's what we've always joked about because the last time I had a f fairly sizable beard, we, we joked mm -hmm. about doing that. And then uh, I remember talking to Jeff about it. And we, we never got around to it. And then I just didn't grow a beard again until recently. So. Right. And if you'd like to see that picture and you're listening to the show, then you should go uh, check out our YouTube page, links in the show notes, or on assembler.fm. Scott's opinion was, it's great. That's it. That was the whole. That was that was the entirety of his opinion. I, was it was great. That was it. I also and 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 why this is sort of a recent thing. I you know I've been doing job interviews uh, for a couple of uh, different mm -hmm. companies, and one of them was a Skype interview, and I didn't even think about uh, this. That was in the background, so I had this picture of Jim Henson, but again, it's through a Skype sort of you know. Right. Um, um, web camera, and so I actually got flown out to interview with them in person. 
Friday, Saturday. And the very first thing that one of the guys asked me was like, okay, I have to ask about that Jim Henson picture in the background. Is that you? Like, I mean, that, that was literally the first question out of his mouth. It was so funny. So um, it's a great conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Right. Speaking of background, things yeah. in the background, I yeah. had a uh, sideways background challenge this week in addition to the regular challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll talk a little bit about it because it's, it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, part of, uh, uh, gosh, what was the original challenge? Uh, it was the thing where I ended up writing. Oh, oh, where people had to tell you what to, what oh, to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and, choose your uh, adventure, yes. Choose your own adventure, right. And one of the things I was doing is, is I was writing uh, some cricket stuff, and I didn't get very far with it. And so Scott challenged me publicly on our, our Google Plus page, um, you know, Google Plus, the service that has six people on it. Um, and uh, and <laughs> he said, uh, well, okay, I, he says, I'll take up this challenge as well. Uh, we both need to write in our respective things. He's working on a book, and I'm working on cricket for five hours this week. Um, and I got to cheat a little bit because he said drawing also counts. Uh, and so I said, okay. He says, but research doesn't count. And that was the, the crucial part, um, where I, 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 he and I both spend a lot of time in research. So sometimes that prohibits the actual writing. But uh, I just want to say that went really well. I got a couple new character designs out of it, drawings. Maybe I'll put them up in the show notes. I don't know. Um, but I got a, a whole lot more script out of it. So that was exciting. It was an enjoyable little side challenge uh, for me, and I thought it went super well. Cool. So... Uh, is there anything else to say about this week's challenge? I don't want to cut it short before we move on to uh, next week's challenge. But if there's more to say about this week's challenge, then please. No, uh, no I just, just found it helpful. I'll just say stray observation, too, with this uh, uh, the chat thing that we're doing. Uh, yeah. I think it's funny, too, that uh, you know the, the whole spirit of the podcast is up for a challenge and trying new things. And, and literally every week, uh, there's a variation in terms of uh, how we put out... Uh, how we put out the product, yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, there's a new okay. element that we work in or how, you know, what the setup of the microphones are, figuring out Google Chat no. or or a time change, you know what I mean? And how that affects the energy or the vibe right. of the show, right? And every time there's a new gray hair for me for each new <laughs> <laughs> element that we add. <laughs> Uh, in addendum, uh, research counted, Scott says research counted for half in that little side channel. Oh, I see. And that, and oh, that is right. true, and that is true. Um, I don't know how you would keep up a live chat with a whole bunch of a whole bunch of people. I don't. I don't think I could do that. Anymore. You, I, you feel you'd almost need like a separate sort of producer, <laughs> yeah. you know, fielding yeah. things or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, not it. The unseen, the unseen person <laughs> not who's who's doing all the stuff. <laughs> ah, really? Sarah's it. Sarah's it. Sarah's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sure. Trust, trust me with all the technology and my wizard powers of glitching. Uh, <laughs> oh. Maybe maybe next time, like next season, maybe we'll try one yeah. more live chat. But uh, oh, can I see. can I tell you? This is completely uh, unrelated to the challenge, but just a weird thing that happened to me yesterday, Jeff and Sarah and Internet. Um, Sorry, I saw Jeff, so I said your name. Uh Um, But uh, I was flying back from my job interview, and I'm boarding the plane uh, from Charlotte to go to Atlanta, and I happen to glance to my right, and I see this lady. She's at in the same gate, like in that bank of seats, and I'm kind of looking because I don't have my glasses on, and I step out of line because we were boarding boarding the plane and I get a little bit closer and I realize it's Lynn Outlaw who was my supervising teacher my first year at Creekside. Oh wow. In, oh, weird. <laughs> in the airport and she was there with her husband and it was funny cuz I actually thought about uh and she, 
her daughter was also there because her daughter is a flight attendant for Delta, and I was flying Delta, which I don't oh, nice. ever do. Um, and uh, and and the daughter there was there with uh, her uh, son, mm-hmm. who's maybe a year and a half old. And they were all flying back to Atlanta because uh, she apparently the daughter now lives in Charlotte, and she was flying back home to see mom and dad because. Uh, her husband uh, was off on some type of trip, and so it was, you know, it was one of those, it, it made sense because summer was coming up because Lynn's mm-hmm. a teacher that there was going to be some time to hang out with mom, and so they were heading back to Atlanta. But we were on the same flight. It was just, it was such a weird event, like so weird. And now I've had like four instances in my life where I've been in a totally random part of the world and run into somebody from uh, another place. Like, And you know, one day it will be Alfred and you won't say anything, but you'll just <laughs> look, and he'll know that you mm-hmm. and Catwoman are doing okay. No, but I've I've had <laughs> I moments you were just, like that too. I, like I was doing a show in Portland, yeah. and um, I was acting, and all of a sudden, I swear to God, in the audience, I saw one of my Suzuki teachers from Massachusetts, and like yeah. during because it was a very small black box theater, so you could see everyone in the audience, and I would. I guess, like, during the show or whatever, I, like, looked at her, and I guess my face was like, is yeah. that you? And she, like, nodded her head yes, and I was like, what? <laughs> Apparently, one of my cast members, they were really good friends, and she lived, she moved to Portland, and I was like, yeah. oh, my God, that's so weird across <laughs> the country, wow. Yeah, uh, but it was but really just, cool. Yeah, it's so weird though. But the four that I count because I don't count any of the theater related ones because there's so mm. you know there's so much crossover. But the right. four that happened to me: uh, Lynn Outlaw, the teacher, mm-hmm. the rabbi from the town that I grew up in. We ran into him on the boardwalk in Atlantic City. My dentist as a child, I ran into in, at Epcot Center in Disney World. <laughs> and then when I was in New York one time, this one I guess is a theater one. When I was coming out of Cabaret uh, at Studio Fifty Four with a friend, ran into Judy Dabbs who. Was the choreographer in the community theater I grew up in in Albany, Georgia. Oh, wow. Okay, so that means you have, if we discount the theater one, as you said, you have yeah. enough ready for a joke. All right. A teacher, yeah. a dentist, and a rabbi <laughs> walk into Adam's life. Thank and... you so much. All right. I'll work on that. <laughs> okay, that's, there, there's, your, there's your micro challenge for yeah. next, okay. next week, since you've kind of got next week off. Uh, before we transition into this week's challenge, if everyone's ready, mm-hmm. um, putting a button on this, uh, Scott says in the chat that he got 19 1,900 words out of his, uh, I should have hit the select, Scott got 1,900 words out of his challenge, mm-hmm. uh, his writing challenge. Scott, I have no idea how many words I got out of my writing challenge, because even though Scrivener does a word count, uh, I, I don't write in order, so everything is kind of everywhere, so I'll write but a whole bunch of scene here and a whole bunch of scene there. But pictures do count worth a thousand words, so you could count every picture. Yes, <laughs> and a word is one one-thousandth of a picture, which I don't know how I feel about that. Anyway. We should, uh, I think, move on to this yeah. week's challenge. Um, uh, I have, uh, I'm a little nervous uh, sending this challenge out. Uh, it's, it's to Sarah, but I feel better about it because it was, it was by committee. Yeah. Um, since, uh, since Sarah and I obviously live together, uh, I had a, uh, right. I had several ideas for challenges, and I ran them all by Adam, and I said, "You have to choose because I am too that close." That makes sense. To the source, and I think it would be unfair. And he chose what I think was the most interesting one, and uh, I think it'll be. I think it'll be fun. It's something I'm kind of jealous because something I've I've wanted to try, and I guess I could try you could. it. Um, but I think I'm not going to this week, so that it's explicitly your challenge. Um, so maybe I'll try it later. So the challenge is uh, it's a micro version of something called 21 Days Without Complaint. 
And uh, we're just going to do seven days without complaint. And the way it works, if you're up for it, if you accept the challenge, we'll I see. I will accept the challenge, of course. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, here's the way it works. Um, you will wear a bracelet of your choosing, but it has to be the same one for the entire duration of the challenge, okay? Okay. Um, you will wear it on a wrist of your choosing, and it has to stay on that wrist until... You complain. Now, what defines a complaint exactly? I've got the parameters pulled from this article that okay. inspired the challenge. So I'll get to that in a second. Okay. But once you complain, as we define it in the challenge, then you have to move the bracelet to the other wrist, and the challenge starts over at zero. Oh, right? okay. Okay. Right. Exactly. So we will see in seven days if you made it to seven days. And if okay. not, then we'll see how many days you are in Mm-hmm. And we'll just keep asking, if you're not there yet, we'll just keep asking, you know, until the end of the season if you've made it to your seven oh, days Oh, I like yet. that. I um, like that. Yeah. Yeah. The full challenge is, is 21 days without complaint. And okay. it comes from, uh, I think, originally from some um, uh, pastor or something. I, I forget mm-hmm. the guy's name. He, he's referenced in the article that I've got, but I'll, I'll put it up in, in the notes and in the, in the links. Um, but the actual article that I got, I pulled from Tim Ferriss' site uh, for our work week uh, on his blog section. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's how he defines complaining, and I think it's really useful, uh, and I think it's what we should use to define complaining for the challenge. It's when you describe an event or a person in a negative way without indicating any next steps to uh, fix whatever that problem is with the situation or with the person. Um, There's an example. Uh, Let's see. So, for example, this would be a complaint. This is, And this is straight from his blog. This would be something that... Uh, warrants changing the bracelet over to the wrist, okay? Uh, Hey, I went to the post office and I had to stand behind this rude jerk for 30 minutes. What a waste of time. Then you'd have to move the bracelet, right? Because you just complained about something. Uh, Or uh, so-and-so is such a asshole, right? You have to move, (laughs) you know know what I mean? Or I I hate milk, right? You have to, whatever. Or I hate waking up late or, or whatever it is. Right. Um, this is going to be Counters. hard because I have road rage. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, counter to this, <laughs> things that would be acceptable, right, uh, would be, oh, man, I went to the post office. I had to stand behind this jerk for 30 minutes. It was such a waste of time. From now on, I'll go in the mornings before 10 a.m. to avoid the crowd. You would not have to change the bracelet there because I while you vented your frustrations about the problem, which I know is important to you to be able to get out what, what the problem is, you then immediately, immediately decided on what your next action would be. Whether that's a long-term solution or not, you decided, this is what I'll try next time to avoid this problem that I identified. The problem on its own is a complaint, but the problem with an immediate, yeah, an but it's got to be an immediate solution yeah. of, here's what I'm going to try next time i hesitate to use the word solution because solution implies permanence it implies like okay i figured it out and i know everything but uh, i would i would say that really it's literally a next step a next okay. action the thing you're going to try next time to avoid the problem or uh or or for example i don't know maybe maybe i don't know if there's another one in here but like oh here we go uh um uh, John was a total idiot in that meeting. I think next time I'll send my emails to so and so so they can take care of it and blah 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 blah. blah. I mean, you get the idea, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if it's just a complaint, you'll have to move it. Right. If it's a complaint with an immediate solution right then in the moment, or solution 
Here I go. Use the word complaint with an immediate next action in the okay. moment. There we go. Then you don't follow have to up move. action. There we go. Follow up. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, um, so uh, I have an idea for what bracelet you could use, but it's completely up to you because you'll have to wear it all week. Um, so I will look forward to finding out what bracelet you choose, and uh, and next week I look forward to finding out how you do on the challenge. Does anyone have anything to say about it? Already? Yeah, uh, I, I just a stray observation in terms of uh, a fact that I picked up a couple of years ago when I was doing um, uh, some work with uh, like uh, role playing with uh, stress reduction and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. there was something that was described to me. And once it was said to me, I went, oh, yeah, that's exactly right, because I had experienced it. But the idea of when you are retelling those negative events that happen to you, like being mm-hmm. stuck behind the jerk in the post office, and you're mm-hmm. telling it to a friend, and again, th- there's no uh, purpose behind it, like there's no problem solving, there's no actionable next step, but you're just sharing this emotional thing, you have like a cortisol sort of adrenaline response because mm-hmm. your body doesn't tell, it doesn't, uh, can't distinguish the difference between actually being in that situation and the sort of emotional state that you gin yourself up into. Mm-hmm. And so retelling the event uh, with no greater purpose than just to dump that on somebody else is just as damaging to you as uh, the stress that you feel when you are in that moment. Mm-hmm. And so, right. um, yeah, yeah. And so it's just, you know, being mindful and, and purposeful of, you know, why, why, uh, why would, why are you retelling this story? Is it for uh, mm-hmm. trying to seek a better solution? <laughs> are you talking to your therapist or is it just to spread shit around? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It's, it reminds me of uh, a slight version of how you you wouldn't uh, uh, you don't want to question a victim of certain kinds of crimes over and over because they have to to relive it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and why it should be handled by the professionals? Probably, probably because the professionals can keep it to the objective of yeah. You know, so it's just, they're not just putting you back through it. They're saying, right. well, here's yeah. here's what we're trying to do. Yeah. And a lot of times people ask questions just to say, I just want to know what happened. Yeah. What's up with with Cindy today? Uh, She's walking a little late, walking a little funny. How's that divorce, Cindy? Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) Gonna get some cats? Oh, look, Hmm? it's Paul. Hey, Paul. (laughs) How's Cindy? Oh, look, it's Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. How are Paul and Cindy? (laughs) You're like, you sound like Titus and Dramadon right now. Titus and Dramadon well, so, is a character from um, the um, um, is it Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah, the yeah, Unbreakable yeah. Kimmy Schmidt. That's right. Oh, Someone I still who haven't lived through seen a trauma. I think you <laughs> would really like it. It's yeah. really delightful. Well, it's I, I, hundred percent up your alley. I yeah. love Ellie Kemper and I love Tina Fey. So mash them up, and you got me there it's, eventually yeah. someday. It's a fun, uh, I forgot to officially show. ask. After the fact, sorry, uh, Sarah. Yeah. Now that you've heard absolutely everything there is about the challenge, oh, yeah. do you accept the challenge? I do accept the challenge. Excellent! excellent. Huzzah! Okay. Huzzah! 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 Well, is there any uh, any old business, any nude business, uh, anything uh, else on anyone's brain this week? Nude business? I heard it's nude a video business. show. After all, if you're not watching the video show, you're missing out. You're missing out, man. I'm totally. Adam's naked. in a cat suit right now. Yeah. We love cats here on the show. That's right. Cats, <laughs> cats, cats. <laughs> yep. No new, no new business, no old business. No, uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. We've well, checked case, off everything on the agenda. Mm-hmm. We did. You did say checked off, right? Checked. Checked <laughs> off. <laughs> 
Well, in that case, how about we move on to sign-offs? Yay, sign-offs. Sign-offs. Yeah. Uh, uh, I am Jeff, and um, I like going to the post office. <laughs> I'm Sarah, and I'm going to be going through my bracelets. Uh, I am Adam, and I'm going to intensely relive the emotional journey that was this podcast for the rest of the day. Yes. Actually, that's me when I'm editing it. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Should we, since we started, should we do, should we do our, our seat turn? As, as oh, yeah. We go back. Right. Oh, right. right. You okay. fall asleep, I, and I'll t- we'll turn. Right. Well, All right. All right so, uh, see you later, internet. Bye. I'm turning. <laughs> I think Jeff farted. Can't, <laughs> can't see to hit the button. Hang on. <laughs> okay, we are no longer live. We're still audio recording. <laughs> I, hit my, I hit the thing. That's what you probably heard. Kakunk. 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 Kakunk.